0: everybody and we are back you are listening to suds buds presents pints and pixar the show where we chat about the films of our childhood over an adult over an adult beverage sorry i'm just all revved up because today it's vroom vroom as we speak about cars number one i'm eric and with me as always my crew chief Mr. Nate Upadell. This has been a spicy one. I feel like uh, we're we're channeling our NASCAR fan selves, yep. which I don't think either of us are.
1: I, I Craig or Erica crushed two Miller Lights before recording here. We're ready. Mick Golden. Mick Golden. Mick Golden Light. I'm sorry.
0: And no, I didn't. I didn't.
1: You absolutely did. I was there. <laughs> you crushed two mickle lights. the waitress brought him the wrong beer the first time and eric you know being eric uh he asked for an edwald the golden uh udapil's hefeweizen she heard golden brought him a golden light
0: and i got a michelobe the golden
1: yep and uh then she came back asked him if he wanted another beer and he just said yes didn't want to change it up because he didn't want to get him confused or anything no, what got a to sweetheart!
0: Be, gotta be, you know, gotta be nice to those servers out there. That's true. Be nice to us.
1: <laughs> I feel like we're off to what a spicy think? start today. <laughs> it may be a controversial opinion, but anybody that's mean to me can kick rocks. Well, there you go. You know, that's how I got. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
0: Woo! You're just gonna do the whole
1: episode today and I'm just gonna You're just get gonna stare at me? And laugh and right. stare and drink beer That's fine, I'm gonna start stepping on your toes Eric's fun fact Woo, it's You can't even reach
0: my feet from here
1: <laughs> You sod off son of a bitch
0: I'm gonna reach your toes it's like you can't I said I'm reach. gonna you step on your toes Yeah, you can't even step on your own toes from there <laughs> It's a turn of phrase, you ass Okay How are you gonna step on my toes if I'm not talking? You were just talking. I'm done talking, yep. right? Yep.
1: No. Yep. Hey, Eric. Eric. Eric over here. Mm-mm. Eric. Mm-mm. <laughs> Eric. <Mm-mm. sighs> Welcome to Nate's episode, personal episode of Suds Buds Presents Pints and Pixar, the show where I talk about the Cars movie and shit all over Eric because he's not going to talk the whole episode. Did he, oh, and you cracked open the conversation without me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we just got some fan mail live on yeah, here. That's pretty this exciting. Pretty cool. I feel like isn't that Blues Clues where it like comes in the mailbox? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is uh Blues Clues right here.
1: We got Blues Clues. So,
0: we're going to tell everyone what we uh what kind of stuff we get here at the suds bud Studio. We got Ooh. Um, get ready to key. make some dough. We're hiring jobs.dominos.com and a bunch of coupons. So, if anyone in sunny California, is looking for a job. Or Domino's coupons. Stop by the Studio Suds Buds. Yep. Um.
1: <laughs> Apparently, that was very interesting. It's insurance. Oh. Well, hey, that plays into the cars thing. All right. Looks like we just got Domino's fan mail. Ooh, you're going to open a letter live on air? I'm
0: opening a letter live on the air. This one comes to us from the <laughs> California Department of Public Safety.
1: Oh! Does California have those, um, uh, like, the ticket cameras at stoplights and things? Uh, like, I know they're illegal in Minnesota, but... No, Colorado does. I don't know about yeah. California.
0: I got a new California
1: state driver's license. Hey, look at you. <laughs> does your face look really dumb I it look... looks better than my last one I always look stoned as hell in all my ID photos and Nate does not smoke weed <laughs> correct that's uh, not bad pretty goofy hat but you know that's fine I love how Minnesota lets you wear a hat in yours I...
0: <laughs> or like sunglasses or glasses actually I think as long as they can see like your eyes
1: that's pretty good uh, you look so happy
0: I was really happy yeah. I was getting a new driver's license photo taken. Let's see. Eric, there's no way you're not 6'4".
1: You're like 7 feet tall. I'm 6'3", but you know. Oh, I thought that said not an actual driver's license. I was like, wait a second.
0: I finally got the new one. The new fancy California <sighs> State Driver's License. I don't
1: want to get the new one. I like the bendy one. I really do. I've still got the bendy one, too. Oh. But I guess it's
0: void now. Well, that's a bummer. It's into the void.
1: Hey. Hey. All right, what do you well, what do you was, say uh, we uh, this,
0: we uh, sec- you're
1: stepping on my toes? We start up our en- start the engines,
0: you know, vroom vroom, kerchow I, w- I was gonna say that brings us to an end of the section where we read fan mail. <laughs> Lovely fan sent me a new license. Aww. Um. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. But before we do that, let's crack open this conversation. Ooh, I suppose I can pour you a beer. Oh, thanks, sweetheart. Even though you're kind of being mean. God
1: damn it, Eric! That's gonna oh, no, no. All right, it didn't foam over. But again, we're at uh, like 50% foam here, entering the foam zone. Just let it let it settle a little bit. All right, I'll let it settle a little bit. It's called the slow pour, Nate. Why don't you, why don't you tell everybody what we're drinking today?
0: Yeah, so, uh, you know, in the theme of cars, <laughs> we decided we'd uh, get some car-themed beers. And we found one
1: from clutch brewing company as in a...
2: Uh,
1: just a quick side note we're probably going to be relying on that very heavily for these next three episodes because uh, turns out car theme beer is very difficult to find yeah yes yeah, so we'll probably be so... trying uh,
0: more beers from clutch and I'll be getting to do more more clutch sounds because <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like um, but this is oh, look at this name too exhaust dead uh so yeah it's a smoked black ipa and uh it's pretty cool pretty cool it's got a a kind of mechanical skull on the front with some sunglasses and uh oh man this might be way too small for me to read here Uh, The black IPA has a hint of smoke over a roasty malt backbone, providing a slight dryness that complements an herbal bitterness. It will remind you of bonfires and bacon, while making you forget the deadly bacon bonfire of 75. And yes, that is a fictitious and delicious event. I, yeah. All All right. right. All right. It's a cool can design, and it's a it's a black can, so it's a it's a matte wrap on a black.
1: I always love the look of the black can, can. shiny yeah. black can. Yeah,
0: it's it's clean. But now Nate's basically got a perfect pour in front of him. Yeah, so what well, do you say we it uh, only took five minutes? That's cool. We salute, and then uh, he'll tell us about cars.
1: Hey. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, well, we're gonna gonna stew over this one for a little bit, but I suppose I can dive into my part here. Um, starting off with cars. So we start up a little. Yeah, the screen's all black for that one. This start, um, and you start here in Owen Wilson's. You know, wow. 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 Um, honestly, I'd forgotten Owen Wilson. Was the voice like I? How can you forget that Owen Wilson? I, I don't know. Like I think I just didn't like this movie growing up, and so like it never, never made the connect there. I think I've only seen it like two or three times, but either way, Owen Wilson. Uh, then he rolls out of his trailer, and they're at a big NASCAR event. Yes. Which I suppose in a Cars universe, NASCAR would be. I mean, it's pretty much the only thing they can do. Right? Like that it's like the ultimate sport for them? I guess. But I do have like a general question with that. Like are the cars born like a certain style of car? You know what I mean? Or do they they become a race car? Like how much of the car is customizable? So like we know their tires are customizable. Um but like how much of the car is up to the The car. Maybe they don't have kids. Maybe. Maybe we'll find out in one of the future Cars movies here. We never saw a car with
0: kids in this film, I don't think. That's true. So maybe their father's like General
1: Motors. Oh. All this is is a Ford propaganda piece. Yeah. 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 Or, you know, their parents are an assembly line. (laughs) I was imagining a bunch of like assembly line arms with faces now. Please don't. Or like instead of a stork flying a baby car, like it's an assembly line, just kind of like wobbling in the air. I could work. <sighs> I don't know, man. I got a lot of questions.
0: I I, I have a lot of questions too. Yeah, the world is... Uh, still confuses me a bit.
1: I get that. Uh, but anyway, so we kind of figure out Lightning McQueen as the main character pretty much immediately uh, very self-absorbed I would argue the least likable main character so far in the movies we've watched yeah he's kind of a dick yep like he is actively self-centered and dislikes anyone that can't help him Right. Um, but yeah so they start the race and they kind of explain that this is the final race to see who wins the piston cup and, uh, it's down to three contenders. Um, there's the King, uh, who is the Dynaco racer, uh, Dinoco, for anybody that doesn't remember is the name of the gas station in the Toy Story movies. Um, so there's a lot of like Dynaco jokes. Um, also I'm very excited to see how the Pixar movie, the good dinosaur plays into that. Oh, like I think it's gonna be like a fun, slightly morbid kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah. Because yeah, like even the Dinoco logo in the Pixar movies was a, um, uh, what's the what's the dinosaur called? The Brontosaurus. The, 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 Brontosaurus. Yeah, it's that's even their logo. Yep. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and King was played by Richard Petty, who's known as the King. The King. Yeah. And I do love everybody just calls him Mr. The King. Yeah. Like it, the the is in there not Mr. King, Mr. The King. Mr. The King.
0: Same car as what Richard Petty drove as well and I'll get into that more during the fun facts segment. I'm going to bore Nate with some some
1: car talk. Love it. Um anyway, so they get on the race um and Lightning kind of, he takes a pretty big risk not going to get his tires changed so he can kind of get the lead, has a pretty big lead, and then blows two tires, um, creating this whole fiasco, and it ends up in a three-way tie between those two, or between those three cars. The King, uh, I forget what the other guy's name is. Chick Hicks. Chick Hicks. Uh, Weird car with a mustache. Yeah. uh, Freaked me out a little bit kind of an asshole too yeah he's an asshole but like at least he admits it lightning mcqueen again lightning mcqueen in this one it took a long time like it took me just as long if not longer than the like secondary characters in this movie to like him
0: yeah i think i think doc came around to him before i did yeah uh, it wasn't like until he goes back to help out
1: king where
0: i'm actually like
1: Look, like he's grown up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, ends up in a three-way tie. They end up having to or schedule a new race between those three in California. Um this current race was Chicago, right? Yeah, the first one I think they never stated it, but I think
0: it was implied that this movie takes place from Chicago to California.
1: So, yeah. Um So they've got to drive cross-country, and the race is in five days or something to that effect. Right. So they get on the road. um, You meet uh, Lightning McQueen's sponsors, which is the Rusty's Boys, um, which is just a lot of fun. Uh, Basically a medicated bumper ointment. There's a lot of butt jokes in this movie, a lot of them. Yes. Like, Rusty's medicated bumper ointment. Um, there's some jokes about mud flaps. There is even a colonoscopy, um, which I actually had to go back today and make sure it's what I saw, but it absolutely is. Eric can confirm. It is. There is a colonoscopy in this movie. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so the semi that drives lightning McQueen around the racetracks, his name is Mack as in Mack truck. And, uh, they take off on the road, we get a Rascal Flats tune. I'm sure everybody knows the one. And they um kind of try to drive all the way through no stopping. Um and which ends up Mac starts falling asleep on the road. These little um street racer cars come up looks like Fast and Furious like Weird Vin Diesel gang. Totally the drifters. I would have loved if Vin Diesel voiced one of the cars. Oh my that would have been just perfection. That would have been pretty good. Yep. Um, but they go through, uh, or they kind of run Mac off the road. I think mostly by accident, but like they were purposely fucking with him. And then he ends up running off the road a little bit. Lightning falls out onto the interstate and mac doesn't notice and just keeps going uh then kind of this little chase scene starts lightning gets off the main road and accidentally blow or follows a separate truck that he thought was mac and then it wasn't uh kind of gets lost and ends up on route 66 and driving through um a the sheriff of radiator springs is hiding like hiding behind a billboard you know those that classic cop trope and chase starts chasing him and (laughs) lightning almost pulls over and then what what do you call it when a muffler starts like popping off i know there's a word for it oh um like a misfire yeah basically yeah misfire. misfire yeah um so the sheriff starts misfiring, and it sounds like gunshots. So Lightning thinks that this cop is chasing at him and shooting him. Yes. Um, which makes him tear off, comes into Radiator Springs, a whole bunch of nonsense happens, and basically ends up destroying the entire road that comes through their town. Like tearing yep. it up heavily, driving yep. a spike through all of it, basically. Pretty bad. Yeah. It was pretty, I mean, there's a lot of damage for a very quick scene. Yeah um knocks uh, over a bunch of tires at one of the local shops yep um drives through like the gas station knocks all the oil and whatnot off the shelves yep um then yeah then it kind of cuts back to mac pulling into the um the racetrack and opening his door up and the press all realizes that lightning's not in the truck. That's when Mac makes the what? Did I not wipe my mud flaps? Again, butt jokes, a lot of them. <laughs> um, Lightning wakes up in an impound lot in Radiator Springs. Enter Eric's favorite character, Mater. Um, he's honest, right. yeah, yeah, honestly, might might be my favorite character in it, just because he's just comic relief. Like he's just every scene he's in is fun. And that's it. Yeah, and he's just like a good dude. Yep. Like as opposed to Lightning at this point. Lightning's freaked out because Mater is rusty and as we found out before, he doesn't Lightning doesn't like rusty cars. So does
0: that make him like a racist, or does that just mean like he's just like an elitist? Elitist
1: classist. Classist, you yep. think, huh? Yeah. So Lightning McQueen is, you know, the one percent. The one percenter. Um Yep. So he uh, ends up going through court meeting all the secondary characters. Um, what are they? There's Big Red the fire truck. There's the hippie guy who I don't know if we ever got his name. Um, the hippie character's fun. Yeah, he's voiced by uh, George Carlin. I'm trying to think of what his name was. Yep. And then we got the sergeant, the military truck. Um, what was the Porsche's name? Was um, it just porsche no sally carrera so sally sally okay sally then you meet doc hudson and sheriff yes george and carlin Flo. played fillmore fillmore was the the vw bus okay Flo was the gas station yep. lady Yep. um yeah so you made a bunch of fun secondary characters uh and they... sarge sarge yeah that's the, the, right the jeep um, but they end up sentencing, sentencing lightning to repaving the whole road that he tore up, um, which they estimate would take about four days, four to five days. I think so. Yeah. And he's got five days to get to his race. So that ain't working for him. Right. Um, some kind of back and forth him, like kind of trying to wheel and deal. He tries to escape once and then he runs out of gas because they, siphoned his gas off while he was sleeping yep. which is one of those like weird cars universe things where i'm like oh they like drained him while he was sleeping so he couldn't get away like there's some weird i don't know i'm interested in the justice system in uh, cars seems a little like frontier justice <laughs> and uh <laughs> you know you could take that however you want it uh but he runs out of gas they told him back and basically, set up sets up the system where he can't leave till the road's done. Um, he tries to speed his way through finishing the road, uh, which ends up making it terrible. I don't remember why exactly or what convinced him. Oh yeah, that's when he has the race with Doc. That's right. Um, so he's like, you know, they get, get into this argument, and Doc challenges. Lightning to a race. uh It's on dirt or gravel. And he kind of lets lightning have this head start. And lightning comes into a turn too quickly or not knowing how to drive on dirt and ends up getting launched into a cactus pit. <laughs> Which, I, again, a little frontier justice. Like, they knew this guy was going to drive off a cliff into a cactus pit. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's yeah. fun. This is what he deserves. But I have no pity for lightning. He was again. What what is that term you always call me? A heel? Or a dingus? Or a dingus? Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, you definitely are the heel of the show, though, uh, for sure. Hey, you can't walk without a heel. Don't let
0: don't let that uh, that sultry game show voice fool people.
1: I'm a delight. I just don't know why you can't see it. It's a super villain. I am I am a delight to be around. <laughs> got him uh but anyway yeah there's just a lot of this back and forth like the town slowly winning lightning over uh ends up going on a cruise with sally um and we get this song written by randy newman that kind of shows like the history of the town and how it went from this bustling area to a run-down town sung by james taylor yeah
0: It used to be a busy town,
1: Uh, and now it's an empty town. I was watching. No
0: more cars, but there used to be cars.
1: This is our town. We're still here, but it's not as busy, cars. Main Street used to be booming,
0: and now it's not. Yeah, it's basically it. I mean, obviously,
1: His voice is a little better. It's James Taylor, but I'm I'm not too far off. No, uh, my brother had actually pointed it out to me. He was I was watching the movie at my parents' house, and uh, brother was there, and he's, he's like, "Wow, they really didn't go with any subtlety in this song." And then the more you start looking at it, like it's literally Randy Newman writing lyrics about the exact thing that's happening in the scene. Like there is. Absolutely no subtlety. No imagination. Nothing you have to imagine. He's just singing about what's happening. Yeah. Like it almost looks like improv. Um, Which is just, yeah, very strange. I I, think
0: they should have just used You've
1: Got a Friend in Me. Again. Every movie, they just force it in. Or Strange Things. I'd have taken Strange Things. But Strange Things isn't like an inherently sad song. A town Mm. losing all of its livelihood for an interstate you know i love how we just know like so
0: many randy newman songs now because of this podcast maybe i
1: don't love that but it's it's kind of weird and cool the amount of times i've brought up his cousin paul newman (laughs) like paul newman's existence is just paul newman's in this movie i know what's randy's cousin isn't it donnie newman or something donnie newman whatever cousin newman yeah we got another newman in this one too yeah I don't know, man. But anyway, um, where was I at? Oh yeah, Randy Newman. showing the town. Yeah, what's his cousin's name? Oh, um, yeah. Doesn't no? Randy doesn't voice a car in this
0: movie, does he? No, but Paul Newman's the voice of Doc, but that's not related to
1: Randy Newman. Oh, um, what's that saying? Where was? I? You're, you're, now you're stepping on my toes, big We were guy. talking about Randy Newman and his cousin. What's Randy Newman's cousin's name? <laughs> That's what I'm asking here. Uh Google,
0: Randy Newman's cousin.
1: Like he was the one that did the soundtrack where we were talking about. Like he did the soundtrack for um Finding Nemo. Uh which one was it? That's what I was trying to figure out. It was Thomas Newman.
0: Tom Newman. Thomas, you don't know him like that. You can't just go around and call him Tom. (laughs) Sorry, sir, Like he's your homie. Me and Tom Um, go way back. Yeah, so Thomas Newman. uh, Soundtracks to... This shouldn't be this hard to find. Finding Nemo. Yep. Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events. On Jim Carrey.
1: Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah. Wally. Yep. Ratatouille, maybe? Definitely 007. Oh, damn. Good job, Tom. Yeah, no shit. Hit it's me up. Tommy Newman. Hit me up at tomnewman at com.
0: Yeah, maybe instead of talking to Randy Newman, we'll just try to talk to Thomas <laughs> Newman. It's probably
1: easier to get on the show. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so goes through this whole thing. Lightning starts to feel for the town finally after like an hour, um, hour of movie, and ends up kind of going through. He finishes the road in a night, works all through the night. There's Eric's favorite scene where uh, everybody's crying and sad that Lightning's gone, and Lightning rolls up next to Mater, and he asks why everybody's upset. And Mater just goes in the, oh, do you want to do it? You want to do the bit? I'll let you do it. You're 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 doing great. You're going to let me do the bit? You're doing Uh, great. He basically says he's sad. (laughs) No, he's like, uh, (laughs) lightning comes up. He asks why everybody's sad. And Mater just goes on. He's like, oh, because you left without saying goodbye. And because you you finished the road and you're going to go win your piston cup and get that helicopter that you talked about. And he's, like, looking right at Lightning. And then he even gets, and, like, one
0: chew-in, too. He's like, Yep.
1: well, hey, it's Lightning. <laughs> You're right here. It was, it was, a, it was a fun scene. Um, <laughs> and then Lightning kind of goes through and shops at every store, which is kind of a weird scene. I'm like, how long have you lived there? Like, what? I don't know. It was weird. Oh, uh, wait, what do you mean? like how he goes in and gets new tires he go gets a new paint job yeah goes to the um the hippies organic gas station right um yeah like hits all the different shops buying stuff from them and then one final thing uh it's nighttime and they're rolling through the town and he fixed all the neon on all the stores so yes. it's it it light up uh like it used to be um And then all of a sudden you see a bunch of headlights in the distance and everybody's all excited that customers are coming. Uh, But it turns out that it's the press. Uh, They've tracked down lightning um, to get him to the race, which is a very weird kind of scene for me because like lightning was always going to go to the race. Like he was going to do it. Mm -hmm. But like it turned into this thing where like, then everybody's like saying goodbye and all sad that lightning's leaving to go to the race but they're acting like that's it like he's never coming back i don't know like it seemed like a lot of weight put on this thing where i don't know exactly where radiator springs would be located but probably not that far from where the race was taking place so i think it was implied that it was like
0: in northwestern arizona would have been Radiator Springs. Okay. And the race was in like Los Angeles or like Southern California. Okay. So I mean, probably like a, <laughs> a just a day drive, but also. Lightning McQueen in a way made a lot of these promises, and I think Doc was kind of. Um, reluctant to to take any of those too seriously because he he'd known race cars and he thought yeah. Lightning McQueen was just like every other one in the bunch, you know, just kind of fake and just in it to win it there for himself. And I think that came through when he promised Mater the helicopter ride. Yeah. And I think it was one of those things where it's like, oh man, he might have just told this guy he's his best friend and is going to give him a helicopter ride and he might never come back. You know, this might have just been a place that he was a a victim of circumstances and just kind of. Was stuck there because he had to be, but not by choice. Mm-hmm. And once he gets out, you know, he's just gonna resume normal racing life.
1: Yeah. Um. So then we actually find out that Doc was the one that called the press. Yes. To get Lightning out of the town. Dirty, dirty yeah. Doc. Um. So Lightning ends up going to the race. Um. Kind of having a lot of like flashbacks, change of hearts, like missing everybody in the town, even though he's been gone for a day. I don't know, and then it's race time. Uh, he's going around. He's got Mac as his pit crew at the beginning, um, and then all of a sudden, the whole team from Radiator Springs has shown up, and they're all acting as his pit crew, uh, which that is kind was of pretty cool. Yeah, that was a fun scene. I liked that. Um, what's the little changing cars name? The little forklift car? Uh, Luigi. No, Luigi's the the Fiat. Um. Um I don't know for sure. I want to say start, it starts with a G. Um Guido. I think it was Guido. 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 Um Yeah, the custom forklift. Uh yep, yep. He yeah. Speaks in Italian. Yeah, Guido. Um There's this great scene with Guido where all the other pit cars are making fun of him and he does like the fastest tire change by himself. Like, throws all the tires up in the air, spins around, and gets all the tires on. It's pretty cool. Um, and then the racing, and Hicks ends up... And Hicks plays pretty dirty. Like, every race, like he's, like, running into... Or, yeah, fishtailing cars, so they, like, fly off the road and do Super other dirty. stuff. Super dirty. Yeah. Super dirty. Um, so he ends up doing that to the king. The king ends up rolling and uh, spinning out. Yep. basically getting two damaged to finish the race. Yep. Lightning's about to pull into the finish and slams on his brakes and drives back to push the king past the finish line. Uh Hickson's... pretty cool moment. Yeah, pretty cool. It's like the again, the first time you end up seeing Lightning like doing something where you're certain this is against his best interest or his uh his motivation. Right. Um Hicks ends up winning the race, thinking he's won the new Dynaco sponsorship, and turns out everybody hates Hicks. Like they like throw the trophy at him. No one's cheering. He doesn't it, get a single cheer. Nope. Which is kind of funny. Like yeah, just like all the pomp and circumstances removed. Like yeah, here's a trophy. Whatever. You're an ass. Um, Dynaco offers Lightning McQueen the spot, but he turns it down to keep working with the Rusty's guys. Also kind of cool. Yep, and that's pretty much the end of the movie.
0: And he does call in. Dinoco uh, does say, you know, you we ever... understand. We we, they even said like we understand and we respect that man of your word. But tell yep. you what, you ever need anything, lightning, just off the table. You call us, we'll help you out. And he's like, I appreciate that. There's one thing. Cut to, Mater getting his helicopter ride in a Dinoco helicopter. So. Yep kind of cool That was pretty cool yeah it's the first time i think lightning has shown us that he maybe has
1: potential to be a man of his word yep he's uh again basically up until that final Dynaco scene like or where he's pushing the king across the finish line like he is everything's been in his best interest like or not necessarily in his best interest but like there's never been anything that affects him negatively to help somebody else out. He's never done anything that helps somebody out, putting him at a worse spot. True. Uh, Yeah. Again, probably up until very late in the movie, he is the least least likable Pixar character for me. Like, least likable main character. Yeah. 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 Everybody else has like their shortcomings, but it's fine. He's just, he's a heel. you know A tar heel. Got him. Got him. Isn't that, I oh, know, a tar heel is a basketball team, isn't it? Uh, yeah, oh, it Carolina. Is. yeah, whatever. I stand by what I said. I said what I said. They're kind of heels, too. Well, that makes sense. They're yeah. from North Carolina. <laughs> Sorry to all of our North Carolina listeners out there. Yeah. I'm all, riffing. All of them. I'm riffing. Leave me alone. Um, but yeah, and then there's actually a pretty fun post-credit, or, yeah, credit scene where Mac is watching movies at a drive-in, and they do Cars version, Cars Universe versions of other Pixar movies. So it starts off with Toy Story, there's that scene where Woody's yelling at Buzz, and he says, you are a toy car! Yes. Yep. And then there's the, uh... Monsters, Inc. where Sully and Mike get trapped on the, or banished to that snowy mountain. Mm. And an Abdominal comes in. And you introduce him as the abdom- Abdominal Snowplow, which is pretty fun. That's right. Yep. yep. And uh, Bug's Life. And, but it's all scenes that the character who voiced Mac was in, in the old Pixar movies. John Ratzenberger. Yep. yep. Um. So yeah, that was kind of a fun little way to end it. Yeah, And then that's, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: That is pretty much it.
1: Yeah. What else you got, Nate? I don't know. Like, the story, it was, the story wasn't that great, but the bits were fun. I mean, like, the story on its own didn't, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't hit.
0: I agree. The story felt kind of weak. Weirdly paced, too, like, that, I mean... The first act is like 10 minutes long and then we're going to California and I feel like with this movie being about cars, it could have been, it could have lent itself to being a road movie so easily, but it really isn't a road movie because like we time-lapse from Chicago, that Chicago Speedway to, well, Rascal R- Flats did it for us. Rascal Flats does it for us. They help us along the way. But yeah, there's like. They basically just montage you there from Chicago to Arizona in a song. Mm -hmm. And then we spend like an hour of the movie just in this town. Dealing with daily trials and tribulations. And I mean, it's fine, but it really dragged on in the middle at times. Even to the point of like. Sally getting. Sally inviting Lightning McQueen to stay at like the Cozy Cone Hotel, I think, is one of those scenes where it's like, it really just kind of drags, and it's we get it. You're doing a
1: nice thing for somebody,
0: but also like, it's kind of a weird thing with her character because she seems so sweet and so kind and like generous, but like. what what is she going for with him i guess what is she attracted to with sounds man.
1: like eric is jealous of lightning the queen it just i, I
0: don't, don't know, know man. eric
1: he destroyed their town for
0: sally he destroyed their town he's trying to like bribe the judge he's kind of being a dick just like right from the get-go mm-hmm. and she just like takes a liking to him like right away as he's kind of just like being shitty to every other character in town. And I'm just kind of like, like it would have made sense if her character was also like kind of lousy, but she's arguably like the most kind character in the film. And she just like falls head over heels for him right away. And I just, to me it was kind of like, all right, what, what kind of message is that trying to
1: spread? You know, (laughs) the bad boy always wins. Yeah. I don't know. It was. I, I think you're right. Like that whole like Maynard, or not. Yeah, uh, Mater being friends with Lightning like that made sense because Mater is kind of made up to be this like very trusting, yes. old rusted out tow truck. Like he's just sees he's the almost best like in a everybody. Kid, yeah,
0: voiced by Larry
1: the Cable Guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, but everybody yeah, else seems smarter than that. But they all seem trusting. Sally was, like, her whole backstory was she's from California and, like, ended up, yeah, just basically hating her life and driving all the way to Radiator Springs until she broke down. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know either. But, uh, that brings us to the end of our plot summary for Cars. So we're gonna take a quick little break and we'll be right back with our, uh, our review of uh, Clutch's Exhaust Dead. So stay tuned.
2: What? A
3: minivan? Oh, come on, Mac. You're in the slow lane. This is Lightning McQueen you're hauling here.
1: Yes, yeah, stop it off for a quick breather, kid. Old Mac needs a rest.
0: Absolutely not. We're driving straight through all night till we get to California. We agreed to it.
1: All night? May I remind you? Federal DOT Rick state... Mac
2: there before
0: check and hang Whoa. with Dinoco. All those sleeping trucks. Hey, kids, I don't know
2: if I can make
0: it. Oh, sure you can, Mac. Look, it'll be easy. I'll stay up with you. All night? All night long. <laughs> hmm.
1: Damn it, that sucks.
0: <laughs> We're back with car Ooh. noises. Ooh. The podcast room. You make noises with their
1: mouths and drink beer. <laughs> Mouth sounds. Mouth sounds. Actually, it's a great YouTube artist. Definitely look him up. Oh, Is it ASMR? No. Okay. Right. Uh, might, he just remixes popular songs. Um, did a remix of like "Eye of the Tiger," and like he just—it sounds like the same song but then he just cuts up the lyrics to make them really dumb. Yeah, the Ghostbusters one is also fantastic. Okay. Yep. Okay. Also, if you haven't seen the Ghostbusters theme song music video, highly recommend. But, uh, what do you say we review this beer? Yeah, yeah, we're
0: um reviewing this uh this exhausted from Clutch, it's their Smoked Black IPA. Um Black IPA, one of my favorite styles of beer. Mm-hmm. Kind of hard to come by these days. It's kind of like, it's a rare find, I feel like, for me. Um, so I was all over this when I saw it, plus Cars episode,
1: it fits. Yeah. Again, finding the themed beer is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Yes. Um, I'm down for the challenge. Very interested to see what happens when we get to Ratatouille. Ooh. We drink wine. I'm not going to drink wine. I will be a mess on air. <laughs> Let's drink
0: wine. We're definitely drinking wine now, now that you said that. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, we uh, actually might be making a little trip to Hammerheart possibly today. We'll see. We'll yeah. See how things shake out. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling that though. But uh, their big thing is smoked beers, so we're, we're priming the pump for... For some meat stick beers tonight. Mm. And this is definitely not subtle. Nope. This is smoky. This is meaty. This is good. (sighs) Hmm. I'm in a tough spot with this one. I like it. I'm glad I had someone to split this can with. Because it's a lot. But. You know. it, It tastes like what it what it is. It's a dark hoppy beer with very smoky notes to it. Um, 4.1, 4.1, 4.1.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not getting as much. Now you're more familiar with black IPAs than I am, but I was, I'm not getting as much of the hot profile as I was kind of expecting. And I'm wondering if that's just because the smoke is, I mean, you're right. It is not a subtle smoke. Uh, And I I don't think I'd want it to be. Like, if you're going to, if you're touting smoked malts, I want to taste it. Smoked malts,
0: malts, smoked malts with my friends. Exactly. Smoked malts every day. Smoked malts, brisket, and malts. One smoked malt, please. (laughs) Big smoked malts on the green egg.
1: (laughs) Smoked malts with your friends. The welcome to smoked malts where smoked malts talk malts with smoked. Uh, I was I was on a roll. I couldn't get it. Yeah, and you lost it. It's <laughs> okay though. It's okay. I'm oh, here really, to let you know. Really wiped out there. You know, rolled it. Get it. That was a cars yeah. reference. Why don't
0: you pit real quick and I'll take <laughs> over. But uh, well, you, no, you you still need to
1: rate it. You son's bitch. Exactly. You got. To, you're waiting on me now. Yeah. Um. No, I do like it. Uh, again, I'm not getting not getting a whole lot of ipa from it um but again i'm not overly like is a black ipa supposed to just be like more multi much less bitter um i don't know if it's less bitter i think it's just like a different kind of bitter where it's
0: like i think black ipas i think that roastiness i kind of associate it more with like an like a dark coffee bitterness okay um but I've also had IP or black IPAs that still have that kind of pininess to it. So I don't know. It's
1: but yes, definitely roastier um, in general. Sure, and I mean as it's warmed up, I'm getting a little more bitterness from it. But uh, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three eight with this one. I do very much enjoy it. Um, it is kind of a one move on to something else sort of beer for me, but I absolutely would buy it again. Um, yeah, nice roasty flavor. Again, as it's warmed up, that bitterness is coming out and the smoked, it is chock full of that. I'm sure that was a very fun brew day. I'm sure the whole place just smelled like a smoked, like a smoke factory. Oh yeah. Or a, uh. A barbecue joint, I'm sure. But yeah, three eight for me.
0: Well, you heard it here, four one three eight. Uh, check it out. That's the exhaust dead from Clutch. Got him. Thank you. It.
1: Also, thank you for having a car themed beer. Yes. We do very much appreciate that. And speaking
0: of car themed beers, this next beer checks all the boxes for us. This one is number twelve ciders limited release, Siren. With pomegranate. Mm. And uh, this checks off three boxes. Because this is our 12th episode. I believe. Of Pints and Pixar. This is.
1: uh, Siren. which Sheriff Siren. It's definitely not the same siren. As the siren on the can. But that's fine. Because. it, It also says on the back. Consumption
0: of this alcoholic beverage. Impairs. Your ability to drive a car <laughs> or operate machinery and may cause health problems, so it's
1: that's that's a triple whammy. Damn, twelve cider. <laughs> if you uh, if you drink this, you might be seeing some sirens. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, 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 ooh. Remember, <laughs> Suds Buds is a 21
0: plus podcast. Uh, please drink responsibly. Please Pixar responsibly. And if you're gonna go out and have a couple of d- Adult beverages, we fully support that. But plan a ride.
1: It's the right way to do it. Exactly. I'm very excited about this. I love pomegranate. Have you ever tried to eat a pomegranate, though?
0: I have. It's a lot of work. There's a trick to it. What's the trick? So, the trick to eating a pomegranate is Mm -hmm. you cut it straight in half. Just You know how you got that little nipple on the top of it? Yep. Just have that facing up at you and you cut it right down the middle then what you do is you've kind of got the inside of the pomegranate the part you eat is all these seeds mm-hmm. and it's held in by kind of this white rindish looking stuff yeah. you just take a spoon after you've got these two halves of pomegranate and you hold it over a bowl or a strainer or something and you just spoon out all those seeds and they all just fall right out of it mm. cast that skin aside once it's you know emptied of all the seeds Take the other one, do the same type of thing. Take those seeds, give them a shake, put them in a bowl. You can just throw them back. I wouldn't advise using it as finger food because it will dye your fingers red. But, yeah, you can just have a spoon. and That's how I used to eat them mainly Uh is just spoon the pomegranate seeds out of a bowl. But it's tough to get good pomegranates consistently in Minnesota.
1: Which is why we moved to California.
0: Yes. Yes. And I... I'm super excited! I just got my new driver's license.
1: Yeah, you look very excited. Even in the picture, you looked very excited. Thanks,
0: Nate. Yeah, Yeah. can finally drive the uh, the Pacific Coast Highway. (laughs) Life is a highway. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I'm big on this one. Just, just tastes like apple juice. Kind of, yeah. Well, what do you say I take over here with some fun facts? About time. So, uh, fun facts. Did you know that Bob Cutlass and Daryl Cartrip, the commentators for the race, are actually spoofs on real-life people? Uh, Bob Cutlass is a play on Bob Costas, famous uh, NBC Sports commentator. Daryl Cartrip being a play on Daryl Waltrip, famous uh, uh, former NASCAR racer and uh, commentator. So... There you go. Lots, lots of car jokes, movies. Wait, did I ever
1: get to the the um, colonoscopy scene? Did I mention that? I think you did. Maybe I did. Think no, did. I didn't because I skipped over the I skipped over the Mater like piston cup things where they found out Doc Holiday is a racer. I thought you mentioned it, but maybe not. But there is for sure colonoscopy scene, and I invite everybody to go find it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we rewatched it before this. I think you yeah. definitely mentioned it. Maybe I did. But I'm going mention it again for safety, for a safe measure. Yeah. Uh, the scene where right before they go on their drive, um, Lightning and Sally go on their drive, Lightning is trying to go get his um, gas ration for the day to start his work. And he can't find the sheriff. And so he goes, somebody mentions that he's over at Doc's, yeah, Doc's shop. Goes into Doc's shop and there's the sheriff up on the lift and he's got a giant tube with like a spring and a weird black pump stuffed up his tailpipe. Yep. Which is, you know, a reference to the um, the misfires, uh, the thing before. But there is a car colonoscopy in this movie and it's a very quick scene. But I had to rewind. I had to make sure I saw what I saw. It was
0: very weird is pretty
1: weird yeah yeah nate's very fascinated with colonoscopies man health you know health everybody calls me a health nut that's what i'm all about you know h-e-l-t-h uh there's nate's fun fact
0: (laughs) next up uh so this is this is getting deep into some car stuff i i i'm kind of reluctant to share it but i will anyways um So in the movie, we've got King, who's the Dinoco car, the blue car with the really pointy nose and the very tall spoiler. But he is uh, voiced by the King Richard Petty, and King's wife, who kisses Lightning McQueen on the cheek and thanks him at the end, that's also voiced by Richard Petty's real-life wife. Hmm. So kind of cool, but um, they even went down to the, the details with the car. That car in the movie is based on... His old, 1970 Plymouth Superbird, um, and so basically it was kind of a weird thing. Back in 1969, 1970, there was this movement to cars called Aero cars, and there were four companies that were making Aero cars. It was um, uh, Dodge and Plymouth, which are both owned by the same parent company, and Ford and Mercury basically what an aero car was is just a a stock car with high performance um aerodynamic engineering in this case it was a really freaking tall spoiler which was kind of weird but um yeah so in 1969 they had the dodge daytona which was nascar's aero car the real um civilian model was the Dodge Charger. So the 1969 Dodge Charger is basically just the 1969 Dodge Daytona. Now in 1970, they came along with the Plymouth Superbird, which was the NASCAR model of the Plymouth Roadrunner. Now there's kind of a theory that the Plymouth Superbird was created to lure Richard Petty back to Plymouth Racing. So This guy, the king, Richard Petty, I mean, the name is fitting. He is a legend in sports racing. He's a very eccentric dude. Um, Yeah, like his known look is sunglasses, handlebar mustache, and a cowboy hat with peacock feathers. He's
1: very loud.
0: Very loud. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a good chance this guy uh, basically had a car designed specifically to lure him back to a a sports team there's a good chance I, I don't know if it's been proven or disproven but uh nonetheless aero cars very short lived movement of cars but um with these uh like the Superbird and the the Dodge Daytona in order for them to race these cars they did have to sell a very limited number to the public and I think the number at the time was like 500 units. So there were 500 Plymouth Superbirds sold to the public. And those cars, if you have one now, I believe the last one sold at auction for $900,000. So pretty hot commodity for what some people would think is just a, an ugly car with a tall spoiler, but it's a car with a lot of history behind it that only lasted for, geez, not even three years. So, the fun facts but that's enough about cars now we're talking toy story Ooh, no we're not oh. Oh. oh um so this is kind of a crazy one did you know that the movie cars actually started off as a film called little yellow car a film about an electric car that faces prejudice from its gas guzzling counterparts uh pixar animator and artist jorgen klubian developed the story during his production on a bug's life and uh basically the idea for this film was inspired by the real life automotive history um from his home country of denmark basically how during the 1980s there was a movement to these three-wheeled electric cars and he thought it was you know pretty cool and pretty um, um ahead of its time and was really surprised that uh the rest of the the Danes around him thought it was was pretty dumb. It was met with disdain. So yeah. His original idea for cars was about, you know, an electric car. Yeah. Oh. Which I think that's a much more interesting story, but apparently they felt the story was a little bit too uh, too slight, too slim.
1: They thought that story of was slim. Well, it must I mean it must have been if if this is what we got. Yeah. I got again, the movie the movie was fun, but the storyline was pretty weak. Mm-hmm. All righty. All right.
0: Now, this is kind of a sad one, unfortunately. Um, this film was dedicated to John, or excuse me. Ah, oh, man, screwing up his name. I apologize. Joe Ranft. And Joe was the film's co-writer and co-director, and he actually died in a car accident on October, or excuse me, August 16th, 2005, while Cars was still in production.
1: Do you think, like, the whole studio just, like, not trying to be uh, insensitive, but, like, imagine, like, oh, the co-director died in a car crash We're making a movie about cars and we're talking about cars going fast.
2: It's
1: got to feel like, uh, what's the word? Yeah, insensitive. I'm sure it was a touchy spot. I'm sure it was.
0: But yeah, and I mean, also not to like minimalize other roles on a film, but like, it's not like he was. I mean, this dude was like a department head, he was a pivotal pivotal uh, role in this in this piece he was co-director and co-writer I mean that's mm-hmm. that's a big deal <laughs> especially when you're you know a year out from your release yep uh, you're in the meat of it super sad but yeah so that he passed when the film was still in production and uh, cars is dedicated in his honor and uh, so was Tim Burton's corpse bride the 2005 film which uh, ramped was an executive producer that film is also dedicated in his name so rest in peace joe that is that's nuts man that's wild
1: moving along (laughs) what were you gonna say got any lighter notes there pal yeah 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 it's only gonna get lighter from here oh Um, that's good at least we're not gonna get darker than car crash and death
0: yeah, so this film actually marks the final appearance uh, of Paul Newman, who actually passed away as well. Um,
1: Paul Newman, you say? Yeah,
0: yeah. 2008, uh, Paul Newman passed away. But uh, yeah, this was his final film appearance. And in addition to being a uh, actor and entrepreneur, he also was a racing enthusiast. Um, after starring in the 1969 racing drama winning
1: uh yeah it's just what it's called winning winning that's a pretty dumb name for a movie pretty
0: dumb name (laughs) pretty dumb name but yeah he became a racing enthusiast after that and uh yeah he also is has been uh on record saying that uh cars was one of uh the most fun films he'd been a part of since uh some film that came out in the 1980s, I forgot what it was. I did not write it down here.
1: Winning two,
0: something along the lines More of this. More winninger. The, yeah, it was not winninger. Winninger. Um, promise it did not star Charlie Sheen. Winningest. Um, but Cars is also the highest grossing film of Newman's career, not adjusted for inflation.
1: True. Sure. So. Wait, not adjusted for inflation? Yes. Oh damn. We're talking about the same thing here. Yes. So, this movie made more money than any other movie he ever did. Not adjusted for inflation. Oh, yeah, but this was his last movie. So, like, okay, never mind. I was thinking, like, going forward, but, like... Well, yeah, because he didn't have any other movies come out after this. No. Obviously. Again, not to be disparaging. I'm just speaking candidly here. You okay? Here. I'm... <laughs> I'm working here. My, brain's, right, my right. brain's going uh, a million miles an hour. You know? You vroom, be. vroom. Would help if I don't look at you. Yeah, probably. All right. Don't look at me. <laughs> Eric?
0: <laughs> moving along. Uh, did you know that Cars was the first Pixar film to use ray tracing, a technique which allows the cars to reflect their environment realistically versus painting reflections Yep. onto moving objects and then having to have those paintings over an object track with the object to reflect whatever is going on opposing the object ray tracing from what i understand is a way for moving objects to reflect their counterparts in real time
1: yes it is um it is a fascinating tool um there are some games that are especially with more modern system modern video game system coming out um, ray tracing is becoming more and more popular it is wild how much difference something like that can make it also really helps with lighting um, because you yeah, you essentially build the lighting stage but you can put things in front of it and as something moves around essentially you have to build an entire 3D model to get it properly done mm. um, but it's Yeah, it's fascinating. Also, if there's any Minecraft enthusiasts out there, there's a ray tracing version or mod for the game. And uh, there's not a lot of systems that can run it, but it's there and it looks wild. Weird. Yeah. How does it change the look of the game? Oh, I mean, Minecraft for one is made, it's not made to look shitty, but like it's, it's one of those, like it's very based, yeah, very basic kind of style. Yeah. So when you add active lighting effects to what's going on, it changes, I mean you have to change every texture um to really utilize it. So it's a whole bunch of different much more in-depth textures for everything. And so when light runs into that, the shadows casted will also change. Interesting. Yeah. Um it is it's a weird thing because, again, it's all supposed to be like an 8-bit block style. And so when you add realistic lighting to something where everything else is a block. Yeah. Like, it's it's real weird looking. But it's, it's super cool. Weird. Yeah. Huh. But, again, there's not a lot of... You have to have some pretty powerful systems to run it. Interesting. So, there you go. Ray tracing. Ray tracing. Look Ray- it up. Yeah, freaking look it up. It's wild.
0: Um, this is another fun fact. Nick kind of glossed over it earlier, but Dinoco, the king sponsor, is also the gas station that Buzz Lightyear and Woody get stranded at in Toy Story. Kind of cool. Yeah. Um,
1: There's even a uh, in the what do they call the like inner pit of a NASCAR track. Like where all the RVs part circle and, I don't know. Yeah, whatever that's called. The the general admission tickets to a NASCAR thing, like the people that are camping out, yeah grilling out, whatever. Um so they had a bunch of RVs in the middle, uh, and there's like weird little scenes with them. Uh but one of the RVs was he had a beer hat on and he was had two giant drums of Dynaco light attached to his head. Just guzzling. Yeah.
0: It was pretty great.
1: That was fun. Uh,
0: did you know that this is the final Pixar film to be released on VHS and the first to be released on Blu-ray? Ooh. Ooh. There you go. Uh, also, did you know in this film, the bugs are cars? <laughs>
1: Beatles, to be specific. Volkswagen Beatles. Yeah. Which really brings into question the rest of the environment. If the bugs are cars, that means all the animals are cars. The cows are tractors. Yep. The bull is the, the combine. Mm. Right? Yep. That, I mean that was supposed to be a bull, right? I think so. But does that mean I mean, does that mean farm equipment is like a lesser evolved vehicle?
0: Oh definitely.
1: Interesting. Yeah, because the tractors were kind of like the punchline of the jokes. Yeah, exactly. That was like the whole... They're dumb. Sneaking up and honking at them, and then they the tractor tipping. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tractor tipping phone. (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Uh, Not a fun fact, but there are a couple lines in this movie that blow me away. Um, One of them comes from Mater when he says, I'm happier than a tornado in a trailer park. It's like, holy, that's um, maybe a bit much for a kid's movie. same with uh, when the Car Talk guys who play the Rusties uh, sponsors when they go. uh, Lightning McQueen says something to the effect of, I don't need real headlights because the track is always lit. And he's like, well, so is my brother, but he still needs headlights. Ha, 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 ha. It's like, ah, drunk driving jokes. Tight. He's lit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not even going to get into it. It's going to bring me down a rabbit hole. About, uh, I mean, cars are the cars in this movie are driving, but they're also technically walking. So anytime they would drink something, that would be drunk driving, right? Would that be, is that, you understand what I'm saying here? Yes. Well,
0: yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. It's a bit of a problem. Well,
1: no. apparently it's uh well it's not an alcohol-free universe as we found out.
0: It is true. Tis true.
1: So they can't go anywhere. Mm. They can't walk around.
0: Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna chew on this for a minute, yeah, but in so... the meantime, we're gonna take a quick little break. Okay. We'll be right okay. back in uh, just a minute with uh, a beer rating and some music facts for this film. Stay tuned. Lightning McQueen here, and I use Rusty's Medicated bumper ointment, the new rear-end formula. Nothing
1: sues a rusty bumper like Rusty's. Wow, look at that shine.
0: What's up, everybody? And we are back, finishing off our final act of this episode. Cars. Did we like it? Didn't we like it? I don't know. What'd we think? We'll let you know. But before we get there... We got some music facts. Mm-hmm. So step aside, Nate. <laughs> Let me talk to these people about some tunes. Jam on them.
1: Ooh, should I just...
0: Yeah. Uh, so nine songs from the Cars soundtrack are from popular and contemporary artists. Which is kind of crazy. Oh, I thought I was supposed to keep snapping. <laughs> no, you're good. That's kind of crazy, though, right? Like, Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a pretty heavy run. More than we've had in any other Pixar movie. hmm So, uh, yeah, artists uh, featured include James Taylor, John Mayer, The Chords, Brad Paisley, Hank Williams, Sheryl Crow, Chuck Berry, and uh, Rascal Flatts. And the r- remaining 11 pieces... Um, On the soundtrack are orchestral scores and cues, which are composed and conducted by the man himself, Mr. Randy Newman.
1: Hey, there
0: he is. And as far as how this soundtrack was received, so at the 49th Grammy Awards, the soundtrack was nominated for Best Compilation Soundtrack Album, while the John John Mayer version of Route 66 was also nominated For best solo rock performance. Um, So that was pretty cool. Also, Our Town. um, That was the song by Randy Newman and James Taylor. That won the award for best song written for a motion picture, television, or other visual media. The track was also nominated for best original song at the 79th Academy Award. So, pretty well received soundtrack. Um... I don't know. How do you feel about the music of this movie?
1: Hmm. Um. I don't know. Like I said, with like the the song Randy Newman wrote, like that was just a weird one. Um, Life is a highway. It just it felt more like a compilation album than like a soundtrack for a movie, where like they were just kind of. Like, loosely taking references and like, alright, we're gonna run with this one. We're gonna run this one. But, like, none of them... I don't know, there was no deeper meaning to any of the songs? I feel worried to say. But, like, it was a very, like, surface-level kind of soundtrack. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I don't disagree. It it felt... Like, even even Life is a Highway, like, that whole montage song. Like, nothing about that song had to do with what was happening in the movie other than them being on a highway. Right. Like, that was it. And, I mean, if you want to really get technical, they were on an interstate. So, well, wasn't even on a highway. They were just on a road.
0: I feel like this might be, like, the most... Maybe it's not a right way to put it, but, like, the most... product and endorsement drenched Pixar film that we've seen yet to this point where it's like yeah, maybe they're not putting like, you know, the Apple logo or the Domino's logo in every shot, but it still very much feels like more of a cash grab than any other Pixar film that we've seen. Or like
1: yeah, I mean, think about like it's kind of weird. Like I feel like their hands might have been a little tied cuz like there's not a lot... Of, there's no cars, really, unless you, you get a custom bodywork that don't have a car's brand, like, prominently placed on it. Mm-hmm. Which, side note, I love when people get, like, custom work done to remove all company logos from their car. I don't know why it always looks cooler, but it for sure does. Yeah. Fair like, enough. I, I love it. Um, but, like, it's... Cars always kind of feel like a billboard to me anyway. Like, yeah. oh, look at this thing. Here's all the logos all over it. Right. Um. So I feel like the hands might have been a little tied there. But then again, we turned cars into real life. So, yeah. And, like, knowing the style, like, even the VW bus, the hippie bus, like, it's got to be a VW bus, right? Right. It has to be that. Right.
0: And, like, the Porsche Her name was Sally Carrera,
1: and Porsche Carrera is the model of car she is. It's just kind of like... Like, they were already going to do the branding, so they might as well, like, get the money and make a wordplay out of it. Yeah, the wordplay, I don't know if I have an issue with so much. Just, like, it just felt like the
0: music and stuff. I don't know. It felt... By this point in time, it's not like we're watching Toy Story 2, where we're like, oh, what is Pixar? You know, we're trying to... You know, Pixar's trying to figure out what it is. Like, by this point, Pixar's got a solid body of work. Like, and there's a solid tone that they've set over this film, over these uh, series of films. And I feel like Cars feels like kind of like a tonal departure from the rest of their film styles. You know, I mean, could you imagine, like, if Incredibles would have had, like, kid rock music, like, just in there that's kind of how i feel it just feels like you guys didn't need to do this Mm -hmm. you're spending money for the sake of spending money and like these songs aren't doing anything outside of narrating what we're already watching
1: yeah i do i don't know i mean i'm not big into like i mean this movie centers around nascar yeah right I'm not a big NASCAR person, but maybe like this all feels more natural to somebody who would be mm. part of the NASCAR. I mean, think yeah. about like even like the jackets, the cars, just covered with stickers. I mean, they even made a joke; they called lightning stickers for a while.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad. I, I thought about that too. Maybe that is just you know NASCAR's drenched in and product placement too. Maybe they were kind of playing on that.
1: Yeah. But, like, what's weird about their product placement is it's not it's not seeing the brand, like, in the setting where I'd be thinking about the brand. It's just, here's a bunch of logos. Hmm. Like, here they all are. Look at them. And that's it. Like, that's as far as it goes. Like, some of them are car-specific, and that makes sense to me. But, like, some of them, it's like, this has nothing to do with what's going on here. Right. I don't know. Yeah. A little weird, a little yeah.
0: weird. But tell you what we're going to do. We're going to rate this cider. We're not going to put it on record. Well, we will. We'll put it on record in the show, but we're not going to put this into our spreadsheet just because I think this is the first cider we've reviewed.
1: <laughs> Which was weird to think about, but it is. It is
0: weird to think about. Maybe we'll do a separate cider category, Ooh. but I'm putting this in there high. Mm-hmm. Not a huge cider guy. Thought I didn't like them at all until like a year or two ago. Um, Milk and Honey Ciders out of St. Joseph, Minnesota. I've gotten big into them. They do some phenomenal stuff with some really weird botanicals and vegetables and stuff. Like they got one with chaga chaga mushrooms. Hmm. That's delicious. And chai spices. It's unreal. Um, 4.5
1: for the siren from number 12. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, it was really good. Normally, like, cider-wise, dry is not normally my kind of... not my wheelhouse, but that pomegranate really kind of helped offset it Mm. where it did finish dry, but it was like a sweet dry. Yeah. um, Which I really did enjoy. Um, I don't want to copy it, but I think I might... Um, I would ac- absolutely recommend that cider to anybody who likes ciders, though. Four or five, four or five. Ooh, he crushed it. He, he you guys couldn't see it, but he crushed it on air. I it was very it cool. It's kind of cool. It's very cool. It's got a little thumb on it. You, you look so cool. I'm so strong. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. You're welcome, Sam.
0: Pair of four point fives. That makes for a nine, which is an A, A minus minus. Yeah, sure. Siren. That ain't bad. Yeah, that ain't, ain't
1: bad. bad. That was uh real tasty. Thank you to the the cashier at Ambibulous for we were literally checking out. Yeah, yeah. And just I don't. We were talking about something. You were and, talking
0: about one of the other ciders from this company, and
1: he's like, "Oh, no, no I, was, siren. I was talking about Road Rash. Road Rash. That's yeah, what it was. Which we might also be doing later because again.
0: And is that from Sociable? Yeah, that's yep. Sociable's. Yeah
1: um i think that's one of their flagships i think so too um but yeah that was a really nice cider very nice very nice nice. yes very nice
0: all right well i think all we have left to do is a
1: rate this movie Yeah. yeah
0: um Do you want to rate the villain? I think my top villain would be Chick Hicks, and he's a pretty weak villain.
1: Yeah, I don't think these villain, either of these villains, really deserve to be. Like Chick Hicks is the villain, but like Doc is also kind of a villain. But because you kind of hate Lightning McQueen through most of the movie, he's not really a villain until like the last thing. Let's just have Lightning McQueen be our worst villain. I'm cool with that. Lightning McQueen is the worst villain. Like, he is the protagonist and the antagonist. He's.
0: And he's not good at either. <laughs> Correct. But it's Owen Wilson, and I want to like him, but he just plays a,
1: a dick. Yeah. Like, and maybe in Cars 2 and 3, he's going to be better. Like, I'd really hate if they did that thing where, like, his character just goes back to being shitty, and then, like, you have to work back up to it. I'll tell you what. Changing plans. Let's uh scrap
0: Hammerheart. We'll run back to Ambibulous, grab a second load of uh, beers, and we'll hunker
1: down and watch Cars two and three tonight. <laughs> and then we'll record them at like midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be a lot of fun. Get toasty. Hey, and we're just we're gonna have Life Is a Highway playing on the background the entire time. Yeah, three o'clock
0: in the morning. We're just gonna be staring at each other, going wow, 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 wow. wow,
1: wow. Um, But yeah, for this for this one, I think I'm putting it in that. I want to say, was it ten?
0: You had yours in the ten spot. Yes, I had mine in the eight spot.
1: That's right. That's right. So it's for sure above Finding Dory. um, And above Monsters U. But below Toy Story 2. Mm. Yeah.
0: And I put mine in the 8. So that's above Dory, Monsters U, Toy Story 2, and...
1: Bugs Life, I think. Do I have
0: Bugs Life that
1: low? You got Bugs Life real low. And it upsets me every time I see it. You just don't appreciate classic film. There's no way Bugs Life is that low. Bugs Life's in my number 9 spot? I think so. You just keep knocking it down feel like i got bugs life above incredibles 2 you might i don't know all i know is you don't appreciate that film the way it deserves it's not that great eric you shh upon watching i would argue it is the
0: most crudely animated of any disney pixar film that we've watched thus far eric and i would also argue that dave foley as a flick is probably the most the least endearing of the protagonists that we've seen up till this point, And yes, I'm including Lightning McQueen. You're
1: including Lightning?
0: I think Lightning McQueen, the one thing that makes him more endearing than Flick is that he has a change in heart. Flick, Flick never gives up.
1: Yeah. Never gives up. We He's end that movie on Flick the same way we picked it up. Being a very trusting go-getter. A guy who's just trying to help everyone all the time. Sure. That's all Flick is. Sure. Yeah. Lightning McQueen, he's a shithead. And then he stops, he be, becomes less of a shithead. Awesome. Thanks, Dude, Lightning.
0: Dude, he's got sweet wheels. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: That's how it should have opened up today. Instead of the oh, wheel. Wow. Wow.
2: wow.
0: I did notice that uh, Mater was Wii in this movie. Oh, yeah. Wii! 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 He gets it. Oh, yeah. Mater gets it. Mater gets it. Exactly. Maybe I should start calling you Nader.
1: Mmm. Bang yeah. on little cable guy. Diesel. Well uh we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. You know. I'll consult my people. I he can't didn't have this cup. Tractor, dip. Dip. Tractor tip is fun. That was a great bit. When Lightning was asking or was telling everybody that um Doc has three Doc, piston cups. Yeah, Doc has three piston cups. <laughs> Made her, you could, you Spits could it. out
0: his oil. <laughs> he didn't work in his
2: cup.
1: <laughs> Pretty good. It's great. Yeah.
0: Get her done.
1: A lot, a lot of cheesy. Still jokes. no get her done in the movie. Yeah, I feel like that would have been a little too much. The whole movie was on the nose. It was screaming for it. Yeah, but man, it kind of takes it. I think Larry the Cable Guy, like they were kind of trying to avoid making him really they
0: were trying to avoid larry the cable guy being a sloppy blue collar guy so they made him a 1950s international rusted out tow truck you're getting a lot now he's getting spicy here i I think they should have fully laid into it i think this movie is it's fine it's flashy it's got some jokes it's got some elements that are well done but for the most part i think it's it's a lot of glitz and it kind of lacks a backbone the pacing of it's kind of funny. That first act is like 10 minutes. The second act is like an hour and 20. And then we got a nice little closing race. So yep. all that being said, it's definitely towards the bottom of my pack. But I don't hate it. I mean, no. saying it's one of my least favorite Pixar
1: films is, guys, by no means does that mean it's a bad movie. No. We we will let you know when we come across a very bad Pixar movie. They're, they're all going up against giants. Like, this is not... It's not really fair. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Def- for sure, the weakest of, like, the initial... Or, like, a first run out of story. Yeah. Like, I mean, so far, first sequels, we've got Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Incredibles, Finding Nemo. Um, Pretty sure those are all... I think that's it one. Yeah. So out of those, absolutely the weakest first start. But who knows? Maybe two and three won't be as bad. Who knows? As the other sequels.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Only time will twelve. Only time will will twelve. We'll tell. (laughs) I've been stumbling all over myself today, and I think that means it's time to shut her down. So this has been Cars. SudsBuds presents Pints and Pixar. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, As always, we drop episodes on most major podcast platforms every Thursday morning. Um, Yeah, we got cars two and three coming up the next two weeks. In the meantime, feel free to check us out on Instagram. That's SudsBudsPod. Um, Otherwise, shoot us an email at uh, SudsBudsPod, Suds with a Z, Buds with a Z, at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Beer recommendations, questions corrections fun facts all of it's welcome feel free to engage so and dirt on tom hanks and dirt on tom hanks thanks everybody have yourselves a great weekend and we will catch you next time